0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, you Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Thanks, God. in the liturgical life of the church the fourth sunday of easter is referred to as the good shepherd sunday so if you can see from our readings today beginning from the first reading to the gospel the image of a shepherd and of the sheep are very prominent the images of the shepherd and the sheep are very prominent but also It's fitting and uh, special that Mother's Day this year falls on the fourth Sunday of Easter, on Good Shepherd Sunday, because the vocation of a mother is also the vocation of shepherding. They are our first shepherds of faith in our family. How do we understand the image of the sheep and the shepherd as presented to us in the readings today? The responsorial psalm expresses it so profoundly. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Why is it that the flock, us, is compared to the sheep? The sheep. What are the characteristics of the sheep that we can learn so that we can truly internalize uh, this image that Christ or that the gospel and the readings present to us this Sunday? I was doing a little bit of research last night as to what are the characteristics of sheep. And the first thing that, that I read was that the sheep, is one of the very few who, that, that, that doesn't have a defense mechanism in the animal kingdom. No defense mechanism. If they are faced with a predator, instead of fighting, they flee. Flight is the answer in face of an attack which means that they are very much dependent on the shepherd for protection. And what does this tell us with this image? Well, inasmuch as God wants us to have an active role in the realization of His will in our lives, it should not overpower the call of God to be dependent on His divine providence that our ultimate security and protection must be found in Him, just like sheep. And in the face of an attack, in the face of, of a pending attack, the sheep always find themselves in group. A stray sheep, for example, is more vulnerable to an attack when they are found in groups their security and their protection and their life depends on their inclusion in the group what does this tells us too about this about our faith that we as a shepherd as, as, as part of the flock of Christ we are not on a soul of light or a soul of journey we are always connected with one another and the testimony of faith of one another enriches us and also gives us more like a spiritual defense in our journey of faith and in this journey you know we face tribulation challenges upheavals sometimes spiritual attacks we face spiritual battles And the faith and the testimony of one another help us to be stronger in our spiritual life as well. The other thing, too, which was so interesting that I read last night about sheep is that they had to be sheared at least once a year, especially if it's a merino. Is that how you pronounce it? Merino or merino sheep? It's a kind of sheep. Anyway, I've never had so much information about sheep than last night. (laughs) And it was so interesting that they said that their survival depends on the shearing. And there was this little trivia there that there is a sheep called Chris that actually left the flock or left the herd and and he was found after six years and when they found him you know they he needed to be shredded and they got 90 pounds of wool do you imagine 90 pounds that's a record-breaking one because the previous one is a a sheep named Shrek and uh, they you know they got 60 pounds of wool from from Shrek but this new one 90 plus could you imagine carrying that for, for six or seven years and the veterinarian said it's really amazing that he survived he could barely see because his eyes were covered you know with wool and it took like almost an hour to shear Him compared to three minutes normally if it's done, like, in a normal fashion each year. Their survival, their survival depends on the shearing in the giving of something from themselves. Their survival depends on their ability to give. <laughs> they said that if you don't shear them regularly, their body temperature is really messed up and also uh, the, the circulation of the blood. <laughs> and could you imagine just the weight? You know, just the weight of carrying for a long time. What does this tell us to do? when we're compared to sheep as part of the flock of Christ, that the health of our spiritual life really depends on our giving, in our own self-emptying. In our own self-emptying. It is in the giving of ourselves that we become healthier and healthier. One of the things that strikes me too in the readings today, especially in the second reading from the Book of Revelation, is is the image of Christ as the Good Shepherd and the Lamb of God. You know, it's actually a very contradicting image with one another. It's like, how can a lamb be at the same time a shepherd? A lamb needs a shepherd in order to survive. But Jesus here is presented as the good shepherd and at the same time the Lamb of God. And what is a lamb? The lamb actually is the weakest, the youngest, and the most insignificant among the sheep. The weakest. How can the weakest the most insignificant the youngest and the one that hasn't really trained much in protecting oneself be the leader and be the shepherd what does this tells us about the image of christ it tells us that the grandeur and the beauty of of being a good shepherd is best seen in its solidarity with the weakest with the most vulnerable and with the least of all just like what christ did he is a good shepherd not because he has power over the flock that too but rather his goodness is best seen in his solidarity with the weakest because he himself took that on. Took that on. And also, being a good shepherd, the, the image of the good shepherd in Jesus defies logic. You know, one of the things that also being presented to us of Jesus as the good shepherd is that this good shepherd is willing to leave the 99 over that one sheep That strays. You know, it doesn't make sense. It defies logic, right? Why would you leave the majority over one who probably doesn't want to be found? That just doesn't make sense. Could you imagine I just decided not to leave, not to celebrate Mass 9 a.m. today because somebody really needs me in the office. Oh, you're going to be so mad at me. (laughs) It just doesn't make sense. Unless you are that one person who is lost. Then it makes sense. The other thing, too, that is so interesting about here that Jesus himself said about the about the sheep, is that the sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I remember a story of a priest friend of mine who is a missionary in Africa. And his first assignment there was in a very remote village. And the primary, uh, the primary economy of the place is herding and also agriculture. And it was so... He, he was so uh, confused when, when three shepherds arrived after one another with, a, with their herd. And the herd was just roaming around. And he was asking, how would you identify who belongs to who? You know, what belongs to who? And he said, oh, the sheep, the herd knows their shepherd. And it's like, there's no way. Are they branded, where you can look at like, okay, is this particular brand, you know, where you look at, oh, this is mine, just in case. It was so interesting, he said, just when they were ready to go, and the voice of the shepherd just called out each particular herd of sheep, and they all went to the right shepherd. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. (laughs) That's pretty amazing they recognize the voice loud and clear. You know, do we always recognize loud and clear when the voice of faith and the voice of Jesus calls us forth? Or are we confused with the kind of voice that we hear? And there's so many competing voices out there. And as shepherds, you know, as shepherds, because we are all shepherds in one way or another, shepherding marriage, shepherding family, our children, a relationship, job, or whatever it is that God has entrusted to our care. You know, is it loud and clear as to the voice that they heed to? Again, it is so special that as we celebrate Mother's Day today, it falls on Good Shepherd Sunday because our mothers are, their primary vocation is really to shepherd family. I know it doesn't always happen in every family because of different situations and life situation, but that is always the role the primary vocation of motherhood. That is why the church, the image of the church, is that the church, the image of the church is a mother. When we refer to the church, we refer to her as she. And of course, the greatest shepherd of our faith, Outside God is a woman, Mary. It is so interesting. I was, I was uh, reading a survey in the Philippines in in Manila about the most uh, visited church churches when it comes to the volume of people, and there is this one, and I, and I always go to this place. It's the it's the shrine of, of Mary, um, of Mary, our mother of perpetual help. Literally, each day, thousands of people each day. They probably have like 10 masses each day. Could you imagine? Not, not on Sundays, but each day. And the throngs of people there. It, Wednesday is just crazy. And it's so interesting in that in the survey that The most popular one, the most visited ones are churches under the titillage of our Blessed Mother. (laughs) How powerful is that? (laughs) She is really the best shepherd because she is closest to the Son. She is closest to the Son. So even if we don't have the greatest experience in our own family if that is your situation of motherhood christ or god is always generous to us because god gives us the ideal place to experience motherhood aside from our own homes when that is not present he gives us the church but most importantly He gives us His own mother. He gives us His own mother. So the question that we can ponder as we celebrate these two great feasts is how's my shepherding and whose voice do I listen to?